Are you kidding? Oh, you didn't hurts. even put dogs and donuts on here? No, no dogs and donuts this week. What? Yeah. <laughs> the one segment that's original, and we're not going to have it on the <laughs> show. Nope. It's, it's getting. It's it's on a bye week. Okay. <laughs> Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Wealthy Sports Lounge. This is your co-host, Tyler, uh, the host with the most nose, and uh, I'm here with uh, Producer Joe. Producer Joe, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm good, man. Preparing for uh, Fantasy Finals, Heiser Bowl 2.0. My wife, uh, shout out to her, uh, getting in the finals with me, so I'm excited about it. Uh, and of course, my co-host here, Justin. How are you tonight, man? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Dude, I'm excited, man. Get, I'm getting so... this nice payout from this fantasy league. We got to get you into. And, yeah, uh, yeah, man. Not a not a much better night. Although bowling sucked. <laughs> yeah, but, well, you know, bowling sucks in general. That's so that's true. Yeah. All right, well, we're gonna get right into it. So um, the 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 shot heard around the world was Motor City, uh, Dan Campbell's uh, Lions team. Laying like opening a can of whoop ass mm-hmm. against the visiting Cardinals, and just to kick off this segment, Joe, I want um, the Lions uh, social media team published a, <laughs> a, a post game video. I want to play this whole thing for you. It's just a two minute clip, and uh, this just summarizes the Lions season. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit about it afterwards. So go ahead. So that's that's about it. Um, but I'll I'll, I'll uh, let Tyler kick this off. What is is there something brewing in the Lions that is different from in the in the Lions organization that's different than what we've seen over the last uh, couple decades? Absolutely. Um, you know what I what I sent a, a message out uh, on social media about this week. Um, you know I think it's very important that we look at you know what's happened in Jacksonville over the course of the season and all the fanfare and hype around that um, and the culture there 
And then you look at what's happening in Detroit. The Jags, although marginally, do have a more talented roster than than the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. But the difference is is the culture, and that's something that Dan Campbell was brought in for was to establish a new culture and a new identity. Um, the Lions at this point should not be worrying about dra- draft picks. They should be reveling in the culture change that has happened. Um, the difference with the Jags, with the talent that they had in there, there's no finger pointing. There's no blame game in Detroit. Dan Campbell has the absolute utmost respect from his team and his players, which is not something we've seen since Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell obviously is not the rah-rah guy that Dan Campbell is, but um, at no point this season, even in the blowouts, has the Detroit Lions and their players thrown in the towel or played less than 100%. And that is what you're seeing. You're seeing this talent-depleted roster who's missing all these starters and already wasn't a very talented team going to absolute war for uh, Dan Campbell on a weekly basis. Um, You know, we've talked about this all season. We knew there was going to be growing pains, but at some point they were going to start you were going to start seeing the results on the field. Now, shout out to the office. We 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 said two weeks ago that they'd be they'd go one and one over these next two games, and they are there now. It was not the team that we expected, but correct. <laughs> yes, to, to get a win like that over yeah. a ten win team. So this uh, quick little tidbit. You know, you know, I guys like uh, you. You guys know that I like this. Um, there's only been three times in NFL history where a one win team has beaten a ten win team, and. This is the first time that uh, that one-win team has won by double digits, mm. and that's the Detroit Lions. When so, was the last time this happened? Uh, I've actually got it right here. It was uh, it was actually not too long ago. It was um, 2020, actually. It was uh, the Jets beat the 10-4 Browns. They were 1-13. Browns were 10-4. Jets won 23-16. The only other time was 2011. Uh, the Colts were 1-13, and, and they beat the 10-4 Texans 19-16. That's right. So, uh, you know, again, anybody that's a Lions fan. Pat McAfee was on that team. Yes, sir. Yep. You guys should be excited about what your future holds for this. Now, hey, don't look at me. I'm not I'm not a part of this debacle. This, this is all our wonderful <laughs> all listeners. Y'all. Yes. All, all y'all. these people all that y'all are listeners. tuning in on a weekly basis. Yeah. You guys should be legitimately excited for the first time in a long time. Um, all the years of pain that the Lions have gone through now. A lot of things are going to have to fall into place. They're going to have to draft well. Um, they're going to have to hope that there's not a, another injury-depleted season like this. And, of course, that Aaron Rodgers leaves next season. But <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of good things to be excited about uh, in Detroit for the first time in a long time. Right. Yeah, I agree 100%. I, I think that um, the what we're seeing here is, like like you said, the culture change is so specific. And I'm... I, I'm getting tired of hearing Lions fans, and, and if you're a Lions fan, please take some notes. Winning breeds winning, and yep. losing breeds losing. And I'm I'm really getting tired of the um, the people saying that the Lions winning games this year is going to cost them in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have had 
great draft picks mm-hmm. for a long time and look at where you are now yep. you're in year you're in year one of a massive rebuild yep. so maybe let's let's stop with that mentality of staying in the cyclical mess of sucking to get number one draft there's no clear-cut favorite who should be there's not like some you know six foot six blonde quarterback with a <laughs> rocket arm and a golden <laughs> penis coming in this in this uh this this draft this year it's just not there so i i don't care if you have the fourth overall pick in the draft who gives a shit like win games now and have some momentum coming into this year this next year um if jared goff is going to be your guy next year let's get some wins under this dude's belt and build his confidence and and his ability to lead like that is the most amazing thing to me and and I've been in locker rooms with good leadership and in bad leadership, and I'm not comparing myself in any way, shape, or form to professional athletes. I'm talking beer league and high school sports. So, but leadership is leadership, and I've been in in good situations. I've been in bad situations, and the thing that amazes me the most is when you're losing games. It's it makes being a good leader really difficult. It's almost impossible to stay positive and stay upbeat and believe in yourself and believe in your teams and cast that belief onto um, you know, your teammates in an organization that's struggling when you're getting your ass kicked every week or when you're just barely losing and having to explain to an audience why you guys can't figure out how to win. So all of the Lions fans out there bitching about, oh, we're not getting a, we're not getting a good draft pick. I, I don't care. Like, stop it. That 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 thought process, like if you ever want to turn your organization around, that thought process needs to stop now. And you guys need to get on board with saying, hey, you know, these wins don't matter for this year on paper as far as playoff qualification, but they matter a hell of a lot more in that locker room amongst uh, team camaraderie. And I think that a fan base as a whole does have an ability to cast um, cast things onto an or cast positive vibes, if you will, onto an organization. Like you take good fan bases, like um, like Green Bay, like Pittsburgh, like Dallas, and I. Uh, Dallas may be a bit of a stretch. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another. I know there's got to be another good one out there. Um, Kansas City. I'll say Kansas City's a pretty good fan base. Um, fan bases that have like in teams that have like long history of winning and good like good culture uh baltimore great fan base um not so much (laughs) (laughs) it was was too good good try good try try to slip it in there um ah that's what you said chicago fans i'd say they're still hanging on to the coattails of michael jordan but yeah the 85 bears um Anyway, I digress. You said good fan base, not good team. That is true. That is true. (laughs) Chicago does have a great following. But I think you can get to a point where your fan base is so worn out that the the nonstop chirping, the nonstop pessimism, um, if projected loudly enough, gets into a locker room. Like, players read stuff on the internet. Like, we're in 2021. Um, in the 90s, it was really easy for a coach to go into a locker room and say, hey, guys, don't read the newspaper this week because there's not a lot of good stuff in there. 
Um, everybody is going on Twitter. Everybody is seeing. And as much as everybody will get on the mic and say, hey, we don't we don't pay attention to outside sources. Yeah, you might not. But uh, the the second year or the second year guy out of UTEP, um, the 45th man on the roster, you bet he's reading stuff on the Internet and um, and, and may or may not know how to do deal with it. It might affect him mentally how he plays on the field. So all of that to say, um, I'm very excited about the direction that the lions are going. And, um, I, I could see them being a real con once, uh, Aaron Rodgers gets the hell out of the division, yeah. which could be at the end of this year, or the, the Packers might come to their senses and lock them up to a five year, uh, $950 million contract and just say, please, uh, take our franchise into the sunset. So, um, I don't think that'll happen, but once uh, once twelve gets out of the division, I mean, shit, they it's wide open. It's wide open because are the is 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 Kirk the cousins the, gonna the, get paid? The again? fighting Kirk Cousins <laughs> gonna come in and uh, and and win the division? The Chicago Bears, who are like a year further into a rebuild than um, than the Lions are, ah, ah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's wide open. So. Moving on, uh, our playoff picture for the 2021 season. This was the part. This is the best part of our show last week that tragically was lost in a uh, hardware hardware malfunction. <laughs> so, um, so we are going to lead off the show with this to kind of uh, eliminate the possibility of technical difficulties again. So, um, it, Tyler, if you couldn't mind, can you move your chair like a foot? to the side so what I can, you meant was my giant head yeah yeah. Uh, yeah he was very kind about it though yeah yeah because i never nice like this we any have other a time we have a tv on the wall and i can't see the tv around your big ass it's head, a massive so. 70 inch too that's how big my yeah brain is <laughs> massive dome um i was talking about my head not the tv yes i was <laughs> i was talking about your head too um <laughs> all right so Let's start with go back to the notes, please. Um, let's start with the uh, AFC North. So this division is absolutely wild to me. Um, it's the only division where any all four teams realistically could win the division. Um, the Browns didn't. Thank you, Joe. I can't freaking see it. Um, uh, I, the the Bengals are currently in the lead by right now, but they're they're one they're one game ahead of the last place team in the league. So um, the, the 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 Browns could have done themselves some favors. J Joe actually asked me pre-show um, which team got screwed the most by the uh, the COVID craziness going on this week, and I had to think a little bit because really the league I think did a good job of number one changing the protocols to say hey the players that don't have symptoms like what are we even doing here so shout out to the league by the way for finally recognizing that um these these asymmet asymptomatic positive tests um probably aren't the problem here so um hey if you're sick maybe just stay home don't worry about it but um if there's you know if you're asymptomatic positive let's let's go ahead and just get you back out there so um He's like, which team got screwed over the most? And I was like, honestly, I don't think there really was one outside of the Browns because the games, the teams that were really, really affected, the games were moved. Yeah. Um, so outside of like a onesie or a twosie, like there really wasn't any teams majorly affected by it except for the Browns because they moved the game and they still couldn't get one of their top two quarterbacks back. Yeah. Um, so Baker Mayf Mayfield. Um, now I will say this. Baker Mayfield having to miss this game, uh, that's another weekend with him sitting on the couch getting him healthy. 
and I think that um, it could be a now had they figured out a way to pull this game off against the uh, against the Raiders, which they were they were very much were you know close. within striking distance, very close last second field goal they lose on. Um, I would say that this is a this is the best thing that could have happened to them. You get your your banged up starting quarterback an extra week of rest, or he's not taking shots yep. from you know a talented D line on the Ra- on the Raiders. Um, so I. Well, the biggest problem with that in particular, though, is is they win the game, they're first in the division. They, right. they lose now; they're twelfth in seeding because the AFC is just so yeah, it's a log jam right now, stacked right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, does it really help them in the long run? Who knows? I mean, we've got three weeks to play yet, but um, it's going to be a it's going to be tough sledding for them, especially since they they really haven't seemed to figure it out and put it all together this year mm-hmm. uh, and play a complete game. So yeah, Steelers are in first. Had they not tied the uh, um, the Lions earlier this year, which is hilarious, <laughs> they're a half game back um, because of that. So it uh, looks like the Browns. Oh shit, they're at yep. the Packers, Packers at Steelers, Christmas. at Bengals. Merry so, Christmas to the Browns. Two two divisional games. So they they lose to the Packers this week, which is a given. But they go to they they still control their destiny with two division opponents. Yep. They're at Steelers and they got the Bengals at home. Um, I I think that they still have a very good shot. Um, my goodness though, what that's a murderer's row right there. So um, yeah, I don't I don't think the Browns are getting in. I don't I don't like this one bit. Sledding. No, yeah, I I don't. I don't know that I trust any team. I, I still think the the Ravens are probably the best suited, even with all their injuries. But man, how good of a story has Tyler Huntley been? Um, uh, plays relief for Lamar against the Browns, wins his first start against Chicago, and then nearly pulls off the miraculous comeback against Green Bay this week. Uh, somebody dramatically misevaluated him in his draft profile. He he went undrafted in the twenty twenty draft out of Utah. And my goodness, I mean, he was putting on an absolute clinic, um, really in the Chicago game, but especially against a top 10 Packers defense right now. So um, Lamar is going to get healthy. Um, I, I still think the Ravens are probably the favorite to win that division, but I wouldn't trust any of these teams um, once playoff time gets gets rolling here. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays off. I love these these the AFC playoff picture right now. There's so much could change over the next couple weeks. Um, it's going to be exciting. All right, I have uh, breaking news and a queue up an exciting drop for this. Uh, the Rams won tonight. That's not the exciting announcement. Um, they won their game 2010. So the office is in much better shape. The Rams, co- Rams covered that four and a half point spread. And uh, my special announcement is that I just hit a 14 parlay on hey. <laughs> DraftKings. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Uh, yeah, so that that was my special. Announcement. Looks like so. the Eagles are going to finish uh, yep. by ten, so that gives me three and two as well. Let's go! Yeah. Hey. All right, we'll we'll get mo- get to more office. of that in the second segment. Yeah, good good, job, good news for the office. Uh, good news for our picks. Um, by the way, you know what sucks? I go three and two, and that still and that drops my average. <laughs> That's so annoying. The things are starting <laughs> to level out again. Oh, hey, I, I man. think you've secured that uh, bottle of bottle of whiskey or bourbon. Or Looking forward to for, it. So. Looking forward to splitting that. So with you all at fun the end fact. Of the year. Right, we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> get to that. So let's move on to. Ty- okay, who are you picking in the AFC right now to win it all, Tyler? Uh, I still got to say, well, man, it, it's tough. Um, AFC North, rather in the AFC North. Yeah, yeah uh, 
See, Justin was so excited about his parlay over there, he missed that. I, I still favor the Ravens. Ravens, okay, gotcha. <laughs> right now, I'm leaning Bengals. I think that they, they control their own destiny, and I think they have the easiest schedule remaining. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll take the Bengals in that division. So AFC South, it's a two-team uh, two team game right now. Um, a question for Utah. Are the are the Titans dead without De- Derrick Henry? Yeah. They're yeah. dead in the water. Yeah. They're they're they are a uh, they're a shell of themselves. Yeah, you know, I, I like Deonta Foreman. That's that's quite the story. That guy uh, came out of college, highly touted. I believe he was a second round pick. Um, and if there is any good news with the Titans over the last few weeks, is he's had uh, finally had a chance to play. I think he got drafted way back in 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. Um, was seen as a as a really good prospect, and unfortunately blew out his Achilles with with Houston. Um, and never really got a chance to be a featured back. So of everything going on with Tennessee, uh, that's I think that's one bright spot. But, I mean, obviously, as we see in the results, he's not Derrick Henry. And, and mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, what this has shown, you know, we, we had a lot of hype around uh, Ryan Tannehill and how his stats compared to, to Patrick Mahomes. And, of course, we got to remember that's all with Derrick Henry. And now mm-hmm. sans Derrick Henry. And now they, they've had a lot of injuries. I think they're the first most injured team mm-hmm. uh, this year. And obviously that's going to take a toll on your team. You've Julio Jones has missed most of the season. AJ Brown's missed a huge portion of the season. Derrick Henry's missed most of the season. Um, obviously that's going to affect your play. But if you're a franchise quarterback, you're able to cover up a lot of those, those uh, weaknesses and things like that. And he just hasn't been anywhere is near as effective and uh as as we've talked about over the last couple weeks those colts uh they're coming to steal that that afc south division crown love to see it yeah so the titans have lost three out of the last four and the colts are hot as a pistol right now so um yeah so i i like the i mean it's it's tough sledding for the colts because they do have um, they, 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 I don't believe they own the tiebreaker between them and the Titans because the Titans beat them twice. Correct. That's the first tiebreaker. Right. Yeah. So, um, so they're going to have to, Titans are going to have to go one and two or zero oh and three and the Colts are going to have to go two and one or three and zero oh in order to, it, it, they don't completely control their destiny at this point, but as a five seed, uh, going on the road, that run game travels. So yep. they will be just they will be a tough out for wherever they have to go. Yep. Um, first round of the playoffs. Yeah, as we saw it, it <laughs> they pulled the old Bill Belichick uh, uh, offense out of the book and just ran the ball down the down the Patriots. <laughs> Run the dang very ball. Very satisfying. But uh, as we talked about, I think the one concern with them being a dome team is if they have to go outdoors to Foxborough. It's probably going to be a different story. And do I trust Carson Wentz at all if mm-hmm. the run game gets shut down? Absolutely. Hey, not. let's not forget when they went up to Buffalo and laid the wood to him, beat him forty-one fifteen not too long ago, and and not terrible uh, climate conditions, but definitely not dome conditions. So they can Jonathan play outside. World. They can play outside, but um, is it is it Foxborough in January? It's a yeah. different different beast. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on to, I believe we have the AFC East next. Pats are in the lead. Uh, do you think the Bills can make a last-minute push for this division? Um, <laughs> this this week will be telling. Uh, they've got the uh, Patriots in Foxborough. If they have any hope in hell, they better win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like I don't like it. I, I'm not going to trust any team at Foxborough. They're two and a half point underdogs yeah, going this, into Foxborough this weekend, especially in December. Um, that's just not a recipe for success. Now, um, on on a positive note, the Bills did look 
somewhat competent this week, and they seemed uh, to have finally found maybe maybe a running back. Uh, Singletary went over 100 yards, I believe, this week. Um, you know, sunshine's on a dog dog's booty every once in a while, but uh, that that's their Achilles heel. If if they can't get any run game, and, and Josh Allen has to be your your number one quarterback as well as your number one running back. You're just they don't have the talent to uh, to keep up with these teams. So uh, you keep him off the field, um, which I think the Patriots are built to do. Um, it, it's going to be real tough for them to go to Foxborough and do this. Um, so my my pick is still the Patriots. I think they finish this out and uh, take the division. I'm going to play devil's advocate here a little bit, and I'm going to say the Bills are going to make a last-minute push. I really didn't like what I saw um, by Mac Jones and the Patriots. I think we we may have crowned Mac Jones as Tom Brady 2.0 a little too soon. And, um, I you think, mean that Tom Brady that just got a blanked by the Saints? We're going to get to that. <laughs> and I just think that the um the patriots are not um they 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 had a really they got hot um but i think that the bills are going to come into town and play them really tough mm-hmm. and i i'm not betting this game but i if i if i had to bet this game i'd lean bills mm-hmm. and i don't like betting against bill belichick yeah um but i think that the bills um I think they they have an identity. They know who they are, um, and can they, if they can get to be not so Josh Allen centric and run the ball a little bit and take the pressure off of Josh Allen and just let him do his thing, um, they're a dangerous team. They're currently a seventh seed right now. If the playoffs started today, they would play the Patriots at Foxborough, um, which is funny. But um, but yeah, this division is not wrapped up yet. But the Bills could definitely uh make a push and uh tie it up so uh moving on to the west um brief chiefs recap um last uh it seems so long ago because this this week has been drug out so long (laughs) with games on tuesday and all this stuff but uh they played on thursday uh absolutely like a lot of people are saying the chargers let them get off the hook because they don't like kicking field goals and i'm just you know but Travis Kelsey is an animal and Pat Mahomes is figuring things out and the they they went on the road and beat a division rival who's a damn good football team. Yep. So I like the Chiefs to run away with this division. Um the Chargers and Raiders are still both within grasp, but they they would really need some help in order to take the division. So it's the Chiefs division to lose right now. Um uh, the Chargers are, are going to be a tough out in the playoffs, though. Um, they will more than likely be a wild card team. I believe that what what's what are the are the Chargers a six seed right now? They're yep. six seed. Yep. So um, they will be a tough out uh, if they go if they have to go to Tennessee if the playoffs started today. I'd take the Chargers in whatever points I have to lay because mm-hmm. that the Chargers going to win that game. So. Uh, what are your thoughts on that division? Yeah, you know, not not too long ago, the the Chiefs, rightfully so, were getting a lot of disrespect from the office. Um, you know, we we talked it through. Um, you know, I, I gave a glimmer of hope that that they'd right the ship, and and they've done that more. This this, this they've gone on on quite the run here. Um, now, my obviously biggest concern right now is I believe Kelsey and uh, Tyree Killer both on the COVID list, um, so they likely will not play this week, which is it's not great, but considering how they started the season and now in control of the one seed right now 
Um, you know, this is kind of what we predicted um, at the beginning of the season for the office. We like the Packers and the Chiefs to repeat as the as the one seeds, and uh, it's shaping up right now to look like that may continue. So um, they figured it out at the right time, and if they mm-hmm. can stay off the COVID list and their defense continues to just keep them, you know, play adequate football that's all they need Mahomes and hill and kelsey they're gonna go out there they're gonna score points so how funny is it that with all the parity in the league this year the top is still the top top is still the top that's i I will always trust uh the mvp quarterbacks you know it's always going to be it's going to be rogers it's going to be Mahomes. you know regardless of what the record looks like early i trust them to figure it out yeah and and it looks like that's what they've done so yeah Uh, only notes i have for the nfc north congrats packers (laughs) thank you thank you as as part owner i really appreciate that thank you well done your your contributions (laughs) are much appreciated to the 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 victor uh, the victors of the a lot of concern though this this game this game was uh was rough the the good news that i can i can say that i talked through um uh, tonight before the show, these uh, mobile quarterbacks aren't going to be real a real problem. Uh, the Cardinals look like shit. DeAndre Hopkins is uh, yeah is maybe That's out for be a the problem. Season. That's a problem. Yeah. So as we can see, our defense, uh, our, our our linebackers for some reason don't know how to play contain, which is just mind boggling to me. But when you got a bunch of statues uh, that are likely going to play it with Tom Brady, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Maybe Kirk Cousins, like, eh, you know, not too much concern in the NFC for for those runners outside of Kyler, and uh, they just lost the Lions. So mm-hmm. NFL math says uh, <laughs> we should beat him again. <laughs> so, uh, love to we'll see, see it. All right, um, Packs are, Packers are the one seed to clinch the division, and uh, as long as they don't puke on their themselves, they yeah. uh, they've got a first round bye. So um, going to the NFC South, uh, Bucks, you know. We thought they were going to absolutely run away with this, um, but they are dealing with some very serious injury problems right now. Um, do you think it's too late for the Saints to make a last-minute push, or um, are the Bucks going to uh, limp into the playoffs? Too late. Um, obviously, the, the Saints absolutely own Tom Brady. They're undefeated in the regular season against them. First time since 2006 that Tom Brady's been shut out. Just just a note here, you know, not to rub the salt in any wounds here, but Tom Brady's been shut out three times in his career. Uh, Drew Brees and Peyton Manning were never shut out. Uh, <laughs> Nor is Rodgers, if I'm correct. I believe he's got one. One, okay. But one of three. Mm-hmm. Neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that's the thing. They, they, some teams have kryptonite, and that is what the Saints are to, to the Bucks. Uh, that defense is, is scary in New Orleans, but offensively they just – they're too inconsistent. I like Taysom Hill. Is is he going to go in and single-handedly win the game? Probably not. Gadget guy. He's a gadget guy. Um, but here's the thing. You know, with Tampa Bay, uh, people are – it's going to happen, especially now that Rodgers is favored as an MVP over, over Brady. People are going to talk these injuries. Well, guess what? Green Bay's been dealing with that all year. They're down all, five, all four of their five linemen. They've lost receivers. They've lost all pro players. And we're here where we're at, where Tom Brady's Godwin's out for the season. Mike Evans has now pulled a hammy, so that's probably at least a few weeks. And Leonard Fournette is going, sounds like, to IR, but he's still got Ronald Jones. you got Cameron Bray, mm-hmm. you've got O.J. Howard, you got Gronk, uh, you, Antonio Brown's back this week. So it's not like he's sure. going to be missing. Uh, he, obviously, they're going to be worse, yep. but he's still got weapons there. 
Um, I, I just don't think there's another team that just matches up so well with the Bucks as the Saints and being a division team, they're always going to play tough. So Bucks are still, still going to win the division. They're likely going to be the two seed. Uh, I don't see anything stopping them. Okay, fair enough. Um, I agree with everything you said. Um, I was trying to <laughs> find for making some, my I, life so easy. I was trying to find something to argue with you, but that that was that was about as solid as an of solid of an argument as you can make. So uh, we'll move on to the uh, NFC East. Uh, Cowboys are lock. They're the number two in the NFC. Uh, Philly's kind of nipping at their heels, though. Um, I'll let you take this. It's your number two team. So yeah. how about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? You know, I'll say this. While it wasn't a pretty game up in up in uh, New York, um, a dub's a dub, and they, they were in control of the game the whole game. Mm-hmm. So... I don't look at if you just look at the scores like oh the Cowboys only beat the the Giants with a backup quarterback. Um, you could make an argument that their starting quarterback plays like a backup, <laughs> but they beat the Giants backup quarterback only twenty one to six. But they they were in control of the game the entire game. And you know when 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 it's as clear as it is when the uh, the the other team's offense it can can do nothing against your defense. You play conservative. You run the ball. You played the field position game. Yep. So Mike McCarthy um, kind of you know sh- showed his true character and is like, hey, our defense is good. Uh, our dick's bigger than yours. We'll we'll play uh, we'll play conservative and um, yeah, no need no need to put anything on film that we don't have to. Yep. Um, that's another thing that doesn't get talked about a lot because you know film's important and sometimes when you go into a game that you know is a mismatch. Um, you might not have to pull out all of the stops in order to get the win. So why put all of that on film um, in order to um, in order to um, yeah in, in order to in, in order to get the win when you don't have to. So I just got caught up on that. <laughs> uh, Tyler's having trouble with his mic, and I was watching him struggle, and I got distracted. I so. struggle with a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, any listeners of the show knows that. So. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, give me the Cowboys. Philly's trying to make it interesting. They did win tonight. Um, so I believe the Cowboys still have a two-game lead in that division. Yeah, and they, they own the tiebreaker. So um, There's nothing I trust in Philly. Yeah. You know, with, with Dallas, uh, the the one deciding factor with that team this year is, is that defense. You got defensive rookie of the year, Michael Parsons. Um, that's all they need. They can beat, they can go toe to toe with any, any team in the NFC um, because they create turnovers with, with Micah forcing fumbles and uh, uh, digs back there, intercepting all those passes. Now he's allowing a lot of touchdowns too, but yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, you need two, one or two turnovers, win the turnover battle and, and you know, they can beat any, any team in right. the NFC. So for sure, they've got a good shot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to the West. Um, I save this one for last because yeah, I think I this, this is this is the most interesting division in football because we we kicked off this segment with the AFC East mm-hmm. or the AFC North, excuse me, which four teams are uh, are in it right now. This this um, but the the difference and there's three teams in the West that are really in it. Um, but I think that um. No, none of the teams in the AFC North we really look at as real contenders. Yeah. Um, but there are, I say all three, all, all, all three of these teams in the West. We could, you could make an argument that okay, this team could make it to the NFC Championship, maybe even the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. So we'll start with the 49ers. Um, 
Uh, they're all with uh, all all three of these teams are within two games of each other. The last place team right now is the 49ers. And they're at Tennessee. They got the Texans at home, and then they're at the Rams. So two very winnable games, and then they're going on the road to a team they already beat, mm-hmm. who is very hot right now. Um, so they can make things really interesting, especially if they get into a uh, a tiebreaker situation with the Rams. Um, they might they might not need to have more wins than them to win the division. Yeah, because they 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 smoked them at home earlier this year. Um, cards are. Uh, got the Colts at home, and then they're at Cowboys, and then they have the Seahawks at home. Rams, Rams have the Seahawks at home, then they're at the Vikings. Or th- that was tonight. They won that game. So now they're at the Vikings, at Ravens, and then they got the 49ers at home. So I think the, the 49ers are the last place team, they but they have the, the most for- forgiving schedule right now. Mm-hmm. So, Tyler, if you had to pick today, who who are you picking to win this division? I, I still think it's Rams. Um, I Again, they're they're going to control their destiny. I, I I still do. The eye test tells me that Stafford is playing hurt. Um, you watch some of his throws tonight, and they they were just bad. They were they're extremely off target, and we've seen that pretty consistently throughout um, uh, the last few weeks. The the biggest concern I have for the Rams is much of what I predicted at the beginning of the season is that O line is is not protecting him, and and if he's playing hurt. Uh, the 49ers are probably the last team that you want to <laughs> have playing you with a banged up offensive line. But I think they're comfortable enough uh, with where they're at right now. The Rams are are going to win two of their next three at least. Um, I think they beat the Vikings pretty easily. Um, and then the Ravens with all their injuries. Um, Aaron Donald just seems to be starting to get into peak Aaron Donald form right now. So... Rams are still the, the favorite. Um, I do think at this stage that the 49ers are probably going to overtake the Cardinals, though. Uh, just, you know, maybe that's some recency bias losing to the Lions, but um, Kyler looks a bit lost, which is concerning to me because you still have a ton of weapons on that offense with um, uh, uh, AJ Green, Christian Kirk. Um, God damn it. What's his name? Um, the tight end from Philly. Why am I drawing a blank on that? What the hell? What the hell is his name? Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Zach Ertz. So I don't know what it is. He just looks off ever since he came back from that injury. That concerns me. Um, so with with DeAndre Hopkins out and being such a a dominant player as he is, uh, defensively the Cardinals have not looked particularly good uh, the last couple weeks. So. I think all three teams make the playoffs. Gun to my head, Rams still win the division with the uh, 49ers out on their heels. Yeah, I agree 100%. The 49ers have an uphill battle. Uh, they I, they need to win out in order to have a chance. Um, the Cardinals, I think, are in trouble. Yep. And um, maybe they, they just had to burn the tape game against the Lions. But I think, they're, I think uh, Kyler Murray's banged up and deandre hopkins they miss him more than they think they do right now or at least at least what people are talking about um so yeah rams are going to take this division in my opinion and um this is uh yeah we're definitely going to do that um so yeah give me the give me the rams winning the division um so let's let's do a quick playoff picture preview right now go back to that so the rams finishing today they take the division uh they will be the oh the cardinals are actually uh they they have the tiebreaker with the rams right now but that that could iron itself out so 
Um, slight advantage to the Rams, I would say. But, um, yeah, Cardinals still in the driver's seat. I didn't know that. So, anyway, that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the uh, Wealthy Sports Lounge. On behalf of myself, uh, uh, co-host Tyler, producer Joe, we thank you very much for tuning in, and have a great rest of your night. It's only twice you did that on the show tonight, you know.